Hi everyone, this is John Hagedorn, and welcome to 1001 Stories for the Road, also known as Caffeine for the Curious, and your home for good old-fashioned entertainment. Known around the world, and played whenever humility and honor are required, the song Amazing Grace by John Newton stirs the heart like few other pieces of music. This is the story of John Newton and how the song Amazing Grace came to be. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. Begin the lyrics to one of the most beloved hymns of all time, loved because it tells us that there is salvation, and that we can get past our blindness if we just open the eyes of our hearts and minds. John Newton, the song's author, was born in London July 24, 1725, the son of a ship commander, who took him to the sea at the age of 11, making six voyages before retiring, at which point his father made plans for young John to work at a sugar plantation in Jamaica. Choosing a different direction, John signed on with a merchant ship headed for the Mediterranean, but soon was kidnapped by the British Royal Navy and forced into service aboard the HMS Harwich, where he was treated brutally. He tried to desert, but was caught and flogged mercilessly taking a beating within an inch of his life that left him with nothing but hatred for the ship's commander, whom he wanted to kill. He chose wisely not to, and was able to transfer to a slave ship called the Pegasus, which was bound for West Africa to pick up slaves for transfer to colonies in the Caribbean and North America. But the crew of the Pegasus cast him off, leaving him in West Africa in 1745 with Amos Clough, a slave dealer and African, who promptly delivered Newton to his wife, Princess Paya of the Sherbro tribe, who treated Newton as brutally as she did the rest of her slaves, who came from other tribes that they had raided for captives to sell. He had much to learn about the evil that lurks in all of mankind, and was learning the hard way. After three years of torture, he was rescued by a sea captain who was sent by his father to find and rescue him, and returned to England on the merchant ship Greyhound. This ship encountered a severe storm off the coast of Donegal, Ireland, and was in the process of sinking. Newton, trying fitfully to sleep, awoke in the middle of the night in a ship now filled with water, and prayed to God, whom he had long given up on, for his rescue, swearing that he would rid his heart of hate if he was saved. The cargo shifted miraculously, covering the hole through which water had been pouring, and Newton later recognized this moment as the beginning of his conversion. He began to read the Bible and stopped drinking, swearing, and gambling. But his overhauling spirit was to take years, as he still worked on slave ships, making three more trips until he was sidelined by a stroke in 1754, after which he studied to become a lay minister. In 1788, he wrote Thoughts Upon the Slave Trade, in which he described the horrific conditions of the slave ships, openly admitting of his long participation in sins, saying, A confession which comes too late. It will always be a subject of humiliating reflection to me that I was once an active instrument in a business at which my heart now shudders. Newton became an ally of Wilbur Wilberforce, the leader of the British parliamentary campaign to abolish the African slave trade, and lived to see Britain pass the Slave Trade Act of 1807, banning English participation in the slave trade. Newton became a writer of hymns and penned one called Faith's Review and Expectation, which became known for its opening words as Amazing Grace. The lyrics, which many of you probably know by heart, are included in our show notes. 
The melody may have been adapted from a chant the slaves used. The origin is unknown. Does God offer redemption for our sins? That's up to each of us to decide. But even the worst critic has to admit that John Newton, profligate wretch that he was, through his song, left mankind with a treasure for all time. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Stories for the Road, where every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we release a new episode for your listening enjoyment. 1001 Stories for the Road was inspired by our big brother, 1001 Heroes, the research for which has turned up a treasure chest of great stories. Too short for our typical 45-minute shows at 1001 Heroes, and these stories, averaging about 15 to 20 minutes each, needed a new home. So we created 1001 Stories for the Road. We're available 24-7 at iTunes, our terrific host, audioboom.com, and everywhere great podcasts are found. We have two other 1001 shows out there, and we encourage you to give them a try. Those are 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries, and 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. You can catch all our 1001 network shows and archives, including this one, at www.1001storiespodcast.com and we encourage your posts at facebook.com forward slash 1001 stories for the road we'll be back real soon 